surrounding yourself by good people um, is really important. I think that having one good friend is insanely impactful and can change the course of your whole entire life. I just remember feeling really like hopeless and sad. I decided to open up to my best friend and I couldn't get outside of myself enough to see that like I needed that in order to support my life and like just get back to equilibrium so I could make more logical decisions and like get myself healthy again. I think that like that probably was one of the hardest times of my life. And I don't know what would have happened if I didn't decide to open up to her because then that started a longer chain of opening up to people in general. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat. I feel like we have like encountered each other many times throughout the years. I've been a huge fan of your brand. For everyone who does not know, Jesse is the co-founder and creative director of Dagny Dover, which like if you haven't seen their bags, their accessories, they're everywhere. They are the most this is like not even a plug that I'm being paid for in any way, shape, or form. But truly, those bags, I always say are the most well thought out pockets that I've ever experienced on a bag. Like, I just feel so organized. I love your bags. Every time it's like, oh, I need a pocket for this. There's one on the bag. Yep. There's a pocket for everything. You know, everything. we're trying to like protect ourselves from ourselves with our product <laughs> by giving us the tools to be organized. You know, whether that happens or not is sort of up to us, but I'm really glad that you like them. They're wonderful. I, that's like your short title, but when you're at a party, people ask you what you do. What do you say? I say, you know, I wanted to be a singer, but it turns out that I have a terrible voice and I'm super shy. So, um, you know, bags found me. But honestly, like a lot of times I sort of veer away from work stuff. Like the truth is I didn't really go looking to be a bag designer. I sort of like happened upon it and then, um, you know, pursued it. I think like bigger picture, I would say like, you know, I'm just living. I'm just living this crazy life. And like, usually I'll ask people like what their connection to the host is because I genuinely like like having a conversation based on like, you know, our human connection and like how we know this lovely person that may be hosting the actual party. Yeah. Um, and I find that leads to like a really nice sort of pleasant combo. That was a beautiful response. I love yeah. it. Well, from, okay, so from the business side which has nothing to do with your full identity but maybe how most people might know you can you tell us a little bit about what brought you to co-founding Dagny Dover and kind of what it's been like like the brand has been blowing up though it's probably been really exciting how's that been so exciting I've been working on it with my partners Melissa and Deepa for 10 years we just had our 10-year anniversary this past summer and so we really put our work in and now that we're seeing people really enjoy the brand and understand why we started it and really connect with the product, it feels incredible. Um, and it feels like, you know, all those moments of like, oh my God, it's just so hard. Like, can we keep going? We're really, we're, they were worth it. And um, they were part of our, our journey. I started like my 
adult life, I guess I would say in, well, actually in high school, I started loving design. I had always had a knack for it and I like really enjoyed um, creating, but it wasn't until my aunt like actually told me that Parsons and RISD and all these design schools existed that I realized I could go to art school for college. And that is when it just like fired me up when I, I learned that these places exist where you could just like do art all the time and learn to design things and make things. And um, so I ended up going to RISD for a summer program in, in high school just to kind of like see what it was all about. I absolutely loved it. I made the most amazing friends. I got a tattoo. I was like, I'm <laughs> for like for life. And um, then I ended up applying to Parsons and I got in and I I was just like hustling my way through school because living in New York is really tough, especially as a young person, uh, just because it's so expensive and the lifestyle here can be a little bit hard uh, if you kind of don't have the money, I guess, to support like, um, you know, like a car and like basic luxuries. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that I like really had to work after college because it was just like I couldn't really stay here otherwise. So I took every internship like that I possibly could. Um, and eventually I, I also was like applying to all of these awards. Eventually, I sort of started steering towards bags because I won a prestigious bag design award. And that's when I sort of realized that maybe I had a thing for bags and that, oh my gosh, there's so much to these things that we carry every day that people are really not putting a lot of time and thought and effort into in terms of like the brand. Because at most brands, bags are an afterthought. It's like we make clothing. We have we advertise a lifestyle. Like if you buy our clothes, you get this. And then also we have bags on the side because we feel like we should have that to sort of round out the assortment. Or of course, there's like luxury handbags, which is like a little bit of a different category there. But um, yeah, so I realized how beautiful handbags were, how much we have to bag. And then I realized like, wow, this is really cool. Fast forward, I take a job designing shoes because I like had to take a job and um, <laughs> it was horrible. But uh, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't the right fit for me. And eventually I found my way back to bags through meeting my partner, Melissa. And she basically pitched me on wanting to launch a handbag brand that was super functional and really cool and stylish, not overlogoed, that people could use that um, carried their tech and their keys and their phone and their wallet and all the things that we have to carry around all day um, that wasn't super duper expensive. And um I loved it. And I was like, let's do this. What a beautiful journey. Honestly, as you were talking, I could help but think that like what Dagny Dover is doing is actually incredibly empowering to women because I feel like so much of what we've worn and carried throughout history has been to look good and not necessarily to make our lives easier always. always. And it's like yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, like have bags are something that are pretty unique to like I feel like femininity, like people are like women, people who are more feminine carry bags. And yet <laughs> brands don't really make an effort to like try and optimize that. You know, like men have like the briefcases that are really nice. They carry the laptop perfectly. And we've never had that. And Dagny Dover is really being like, let's try and make life a little easier for yeah. women, maybe. Heaven forbid. 
Yeah, I know. Actually, funny story. Like one of my when we were fundraising our first friends and family around, we were pitching for I can't remember what it was for, but we were at um, a business school that my partners went to and they were answering questions about like the brand and the product. And at this point, it's just an idea. And this gentleman says, like, but why would a woman even want like, do they even care about bags that carry their stuff or being organized like inside of their bag and we like looked at each other and I was like oh my gosh how is she gonna answer this because like it's in, in my mind I'm sort of like annoyed I'm like why yeah really asking that like obviously that's what we just explained yeah. to you, and that's why we're making them because we want them yeah. and she said well as a working woman I as a professional woman I do want a nice bag and I want it to be organized. I want to feel good about my day and have a million things to do. So yes, they do. <laughs> Beautiful like, response. Yeah, she did so good. I was like, nice work. Nice work. But that yeah. really is such a good example of the fact that people just haven't thought about it. Yeah, they just haven't thought about it for one reason or another. And yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. So that was the the career side of it. Clearly, like Dagny Dover has been expanding. You guys have opened new stores. So how throughout that entire process have you like remained grounded? And like you said, when you introduce yourself at a party, like you actually try and focus more on that interpersonal connection. And it seems like you've been able to do such a good job at remembering like who you are aside from just what you do. How have you done that? I wouldn't say it's that hard because my life is very normal. <laughs> Like I just go to work every day like everyone else or like many other people and I solve problems and kind of like deal with the tasks at hand. I have dogs and a family and friends and so I try to, you know, balance my life as well as I can just by doing that. One of the things I think is my superpower that I've discovered in my adult life is Buddhism. For a long time, I sort of like overworked, I would say, and found all of my purpose like through my work. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I did have a hard time. I, I was living a very unbalanced life, I would say, and I don't know that it was healthy for me. Um, and finding Buddhism allowed me to kind of like think about my human revolution as opposed to my career re revolution, which is like, I think a lot of what we think about here in the U.S. in particular. Um, yeah. And I think women, especially right now, too, it's like very much about like, how do I do it all? How am I supposed to work and be a mom and like do all of these things? It just they don't fit into the timeline into the day. So uh, understanding just like that my life is bigger than my job. It's bigger than like it's my my life is about my human revolution and finding myself and what my purpose here is and connecting to like my source and accepting myself and being myself for the unique person that I am has really helped me to remain grounded. I love yoga. I honestly, my favorite thing to do every day that keeps me like super grounded is walk my dog. It's like so chill to me and him he's got no idea what's going on aside from what we're doing and it's just like the sweetest most we have the most 
beautiful moments together. And it reminds me that like life is just, you know, it's about humans. It's about like our connection to one another um, and other beings. And like, I guess through my bags is my way of like helping people a little bit and um, sort of like supporting them throughout their day. Yeah. And I feel really blessed that like, if they are using my product, they're sort of thinking of me or touching me in a way every single day. And um, that like that like keeps me going. And and I feel like that is my way of like serving people and helping, you know, my friends and my community and the Dagny, um, the Dagny community. But really, yeah, it's just like my Buddhism, my dog, my family. Hey, the things that matter. Yeah. Yeah. The things that truly matter. Yeah. I would love to know what the best piece of advice is you've ever gotten. Best piece of advice that I have ever gotten was to take life head on and embrace its challenges. We're so powerful. We're so capable. Like everything doesn't have to happen in one day. We just have to like face it. And for a long time, like I, I was like, well, not for a long time. One example of this, I guess, is that I was working on a big drop uh, for work. And what often happens in this design world is that things take longer than we think they're going to take because you really don't know what you're dealing with until you get into the thick of the project. So I'm designing a collection and me and my team are starting to realize like this is not going to launch when we said it was going to launch. So we need to tell everyone now that well, the expectation that we set, we have to like not fulfill. Yeah. And I just like start, had to talk to my partners. I had to talk to our board. I have to talk to all of these people that are, you know, business partners of ours. Like this thing you are depending on, like we need to push it out. We don't need to push it out three months. We need to push it out like a year. And um, people were not happy <laughs> with me. And I was like really overwhelmed with feelings of like, I can't do this. Like this was too much. And I didn't want this. I don't want this. Like I never wanted to do this. Like I sort of like started like backing out of like, I I didn't choose this sort of thing. Like why is life? doing this to me right now and like I just felt overwhelmed by like I can't do it um but I was like reading this book at the time and it said like you need to take life head on and embrace the challenges because they're not gonna stop you know it's like these are the moments you get to prove to yourself that you can do it and it's an opportunity for you really not uh it's not a moment of of like sadness so um I just had the conversations everything actually went smoothly some of them were tough yeah but the truth is like we just had to face it and deal with it and like I think that gave me like the confidence that I can kind of do anything moving forward like and now I know if ever we have to launch a collection like this again I know what the timeline is and I know how to set people up to understand what that is so that we can all like um, work towards it together. And it doesn't feel like there's this moment of like 
oh my gosh, I messed up. It's all over. Like, forget everything. I want to give up. And we're like done here with this. So take life. I think those moments, that's beautiful. I feel like those moments are so important because they teach you that you can overcome those things that you thought you never could. And I agree, nothing has ever been solved by trying to avoid our problems, and it never will be. In relationships, in work, in life in general, Mm -mm. sometimes, as the quote says, there is no way out but through. So, exactly. I think that's wonderful. I think that's wonderful advice. Speaking of challenges, too, I am wondering... What is one of the biggest life lessons or takeaways that you've had from one of the most challenging parts of your life thus far? Biggest takeaways. Um, I think that like surrounding yourself by good people um, is really important. I think that having one good friend is insanely impactful and can change the course of your whole entire life. So I was like for a long time sort of afraid of my power and I I like would win awards and things were going pretty well for me but I still felt really like embarrassed or like afraid and I didn't want to step out and like speak up in a meeting or um like I was I was hiding for like a long time and eventually I got really depressed and I would sort of like go in and out of these like cycles of depression. But this particular time, it was like really bad. And I was finally like able to live alone. So I was alone and I just found myself like. I didn't realize it was happening, but I found myself doing the things that they say are like textbook, like depression, like not wanting to get out of bed, isolating, not wanting to talk to anyone, feeling really lonely, but having people like around but you're like trying to avoid them and um I just remember feeling really like hopeless and sad and I sort of even had moments where I was like angry at my parents for like bringing me here like I was like this is just like a little dark sorry but this is too hard it's too hard like and um eventually I I don't know what it was but like I decided to open up to my best friend and um she sort of helped me realize that, like, you know, this is a whole other topic, but she helped me realize that getting on medication, even if for a short period of time, was, like, a really good idea. And I couldn't get outside of myself enough to see that, like, I needed that in order to support my life and, like, just get back to equilibrium so I could make more logical decisions and, like, get myself healthy again. And um, so I decided in deciding to like connect with her and open up with her. That's when I like things started to change for me. And um, so I think that like that probably was one of the hardest times of my life. And I couldn't I don't know what would have happened if I didn't decide to open up to her, because then that started a longer chain of opening up to people in general. I found Buddhism after that. I kind of like learned that I wasn't alone and like that the suffering that I was like feeling these crazy things were like not unique to me at all. It's like a part of living and like by sharing this stuff with people, like it was like not a big deal anymore. Um, And so 
I've made like more wonderful friends since then. And like I've started opening up more and more to my partners and our our relationship has just gotten like closer and closer and more supportive. Um, and so I guess like, you know, I would say to people like that you really don't have to like go at it alone and you absolutely like should not try <laughs> because it's it's like not the way. That is perfect 10 out of 10 advice. I I think that people underestimate the impact that even like you said, one good friend, one good person, even it can be like a family member. Like yeah. I feel like that with my sister, like she's just my person. When I feel like I'm isolated or alone, just call my sister, just call your best friend. And those people can have this like ability to remind you of who you are. And if you find that person, great. But I think equally as important, once you do find that person, become that person for other people. Like recognize that power and try and emulate that yourself. Because I feel like we can all owe our well-being and happiness. Like we would love to think that we did it all on our own. And my opinion is that none of us do. No. Truly. Oh, no. No. We need each other. We do. We really do. And like even in moments like this, like you and I are having a conversation based on like our beliefs and our thoughts and like our, you know, combined like life experiences. But really, this is like all of our people having this conversation with us. And yes, connection is like really powerful. Um, But yeah, I love that. I think that's a wonderful story. And I think sadly some people feel like they don't have anyone but I feel like what's so beautiful about your story is a lot of times like the reason why we might feel like we have no one is because we don't really want to let anyone in maybe we're scared that they're going to disappoint us or that they're not going to care as much as we think they will Mm -hmm. and I think like give people a shot that's that's the advice like just try it try opening up and people might surprise you yeah and like really take it take it on because it's your life it's not theirs like it's not you know, it's sort of your responsibility to like figure out how to make it work for you. And like that is so hard to do, like open up. But I think it's like it's like the toughest, most badass thing you can do also. It really is. And I, sometimes I think we then we get upset when people don't know how we're feeling. And like, yeah, they won't know if you don't communicate. They so won't like know. you said, it's really it's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be I love all that. Heavy no. No, I mean, life is heavy. Like you said, I think. Especially now. Oh, my God. Everything. I was talking to my friend the other day. I'm like, weird energy. Weird energy we've got roaming around. Oh, my God. So weird. I think a lot of people are just struggling right now. A lot of people are struggling. The world is blowing up. Like, yeah. Not in in a good way. And we don't know how to feel, I think, or what to do. Yeah. And we're going into winter again. <laughs> it's always, it's true. At the turn of the season, there always is this like impending gloom. Yeah. That I think is hard to avoid. And yeah, the world is like scary, horrible things are happening. And I think if there was ever a time where we needed each other, it's. Agreed. If there was ever a time. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Yeah. I want to hear. If you have any favorite quotes or sayings or mantras, I don't know if you do lots of like meditation as part of your Buddhism practice or mm-hmm. what helps you. What do you repeat to yourself? I have so many of these and depending on what season of my life I'm in, like I'll I'll preach for some and then. Oh, I love um, that. 
my mom does this thing where she'll like make it into all of her passwords. So like, you know, we share like a bunch of accounts every year. I'm like, mom, what's your password? And it'll be like, let go or like. <laughs> like, Wait, that is genius. Like, and then you're reminded of it yeah, every time you have to put your password in. Getting, yeah. And it's really. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so. But right now, I would say that um, I repeat a lot the heart is the most important thing. Um, just because, like, I think to have a heart is to be human and, and really, like, it's so easy to get caught up in your brain, like, trying to evaluate questions figure out problems like coordinate things like just be in your head all of the time and I think for me like it's helpful when evaluating any it's honestly it's just helpful to remember that like the heart is the most important thing and like you will know what you need to know when you need to know it and you can lean on your heart like you really can lean on it just like you can lean on your brain but probably more so your heart um so That's wonderful. I think that is a beautiful sentiment, a beautiful thing to have people take away from this conversation. I feel like all of your all of your stories and all of your biggest life lessons kind of go back to that, like just remembering who you are, listening to who you are and trying to follow that over all of the expectations, all of the the false lies that your mind can tell you sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Jesse, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a wonderful conversation. Can you tell us where we can go to support you, to support Dagny Dover, any of your newest projects? Let us know. We just dropped a new collection, actually, the one that I was talking about earlier. And (laughs) live on our site is our travel, uh, carry-on travel assortment. So that's at DagnyDover.com. And you can follow us on um, any platform, Dagny Dover, D-A-G-N-E-D-O-V-E-R. And then my personal um, accounts are all Jesse Dover, J-E-S-S-Y-D-O-V-E-R. So. Okay, so I know what I'm going to be doing after this is my little work break going Yay. on DagnyDover.com. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you. Thanks again for Thank all of the wisdom. Thank you so much, Christy. Bye. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in to The Shift.